welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Before we jump into today's episode, and listen, I just want to give you a special invitation. If you are up in the Northeast, right? say you're in the Washington, D.C. area, you're in the Virginia area, you're in uh, Baltimore area, man, we would love, love to have a beer with you. We are going to be doing a couple different events coming up. Uh, please come out to, we've got an IDA meet and greet. It is going to be Friday, right? Uh, Friday, October the 23rd. So uh, it will be at Rob Schroofer's house. October 24th, we're going to do a pop-up training at Rob Schroofer's uh, place in Frederick. We're going to then meet up with John from the podcast. He does all the video editing and all that stuff that you guys see putting out. John's going to be hosting us all for a pub crawl. So a Pints of Polishing podcast pub crawl on Saturday night. And then we will be at Tango Mike's on Sunday uh, for another pop-up training. So any of you up there in the Northeast, up in that area, we would love to have a beer with you and uh, hang out. So hit us up on IG at Pines Polishing Podcast or uh, find those community group pages. And uh, you could find the event page there too so that you could join us. We would love to have a beer with you. Hey, enjoy this episode. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Hey, Mr. Hill. All right, so we are on the inaugural part of our Oktoberfest journey. Does that mean the beginning? It does mean the beginning. And so we went with a local Oklahoma beer, Coop. Coop Oktoberfest. All right, so we've got IBUs of 20, alcohol 5.6. All right, what'd you think? Just general, like, what'd you think? Generally, I think it was a really good beer. Yeah. Really good beer. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to learn what goes into Oktoberfest. Moving out of pumpkin ales into Oktoberfest, we're going to need to learn that. We probably should figure that out before we... Uh, we probably should, but we had, a, we had a bit on our plate today, right? Today was a very rough day. Uh, it was rough in the shop. You had a lot going on, and then... I, I guess rough. I didn't mean. Uh, I didn't mean it that way. For when I was thinking, like oh, rushed. I had a rough day. I th- yeah, like I maybe almost said would say like rough is in. We kind of threw it together, in a sense, at at one part. A um, little behind the scenes action. Yeah, but uh, you know, we got it done. We got it done. We got it done. It was great. It was, uh, better than expected. Better than expected. So if you're if you're gonna rate this beer without knowing next time we'll learn next time we'll say hey here's what Oktoberfest is and all that like yeah, next time next time next not time. this time not this time but what are you gonna rate it man I'm gonna go solid four mm. I'm right there with you all right wow yeah we're together that's where I was gonna go we're gonna go gonna the go same forward. place where, uh, you we're, mean like right now yeah or I mean, like you just we, we're here. Or like in February or like in next week we can do next. Let's do next week. Next week? Let's go to the same place next week. Where do you want to go? Whew. Well, I want to come back here on Wednesday morning. Can I come back on Monday? And then we're going to. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. You can. And then, but I think you're meaning like where we're going to have beers with John. Yeah. John, who does all of our editing, video editing, all that stuff. 
is going to host, he's going to walk us around his hometown and go bar hopping with anyone in the area that wants to come to Frederick on Saturday night. Hit up John. John is the host. He's going to walk us around, and he is the man in the area. So we're looking incredible fun times. I mean, he's the man in Frederick. He is. Let's go. We're going to have a blast. And that is Saturday night. That's our pub crawl. First ever. First ever Pints pub crawl. First ever Pints pub crawl. That'll be fun. Super pumped. Chasers is going to be there. Chasers will be there. Derek's going to be there. Derek will be there. There'll be some more. Uh, we've got some people sending you messages and me messages like, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, the trip's getting more and more exciting as the uh, as the days go on. Right, so we'll land in Baltimore on Friday. Go visit with old Rob for your IDA meet and greet. Rob Schrufer is hosting an IDA meet and greet at his home. That'll be cool. Yeah, is that your first presidential be, IDA meet and greet? Uh, first dual presidential IDA meet and greet and first presidential IDA meet and greet, yes. Well, no, no, I don't know about that. I know the first, like... Past president and current president co-hosting. So you've a hosted meet a meet and greet before? I have not, but other presidents might have. No, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I yes, this said will your be first president. Absolutely, my presidency this year, the IDA has been interesting with COVID. I was supposed to be traveling quite a bit this year, even internationally, actually, a couple times, and uh, my first trip of the year will be Baltimore. Hey, you know, gotta do what you gotta do. Better wear that mask. You better find on the you, flight. You better, better find. You better find, better your find your my ID. license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty lost his license. license. Is gone. It's gonna be super interesting, isn't it? Oh my! I got a fucking paper replacement license. <laughs> Why can't we just travel? Uh, well, well, you've been around me how long? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> Not surprised. All right, so next stop. We got some other places to go, but thinking fast forward. Tango Mike's Sunday. Definitely. Tango Mike's on Sunday. Stafford. We're all over the place. Uh-huh. It'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, if anybody wants to join us, they're up in the Northeast. Come down, hang out, like grab some beers, and have a good time. All right. On this episode, uh, Mr. Patterson, the one and only. <sighs> Jason Rose, a.k.a. Birthday Boy. Definitely. Had a lot of fun with the community. <laughs> Guys, listen, gals, either way, Community Pub, 7.30, every Wednesday night, hop on Zoom. The people that were there got to sing and wish Jason Rose happy birthday. I mean, how many opportunities? Right? <laughs> that's was, just fucking fun. That was pretty awesome. To see his smile. Yeah. And to, to hear detailers from around the country Sing him happy birthday. I wish Paul didn't have to sing, though. Well. Because he's not a detailer, which is, he kind of threw off the hole. True. Yeah. It could have been me that you heard so off key. It was one of you two. And him at the same time. Oh, God. No right? wonder. Both. And you guys were so off. T- like, yeah. Like, they were it, before. You know, and I was following yeah. your guys' mm-hmm. lead, but then yeah. I'm like, we're early. I, I get it. But it was the smile on his face. Let's yeah. not talk about the quality at this point. I just hope It's not they, quality. It's quantity. Quantity. There was some quantity. Yeah, there was. All right, guys, enjoy the episode with Jason Rose as we dive into AIOs, the journey through AIOs throughout the industry, and then why did they come out with the AIO that they developed? So it's a great discussion. Hope you enjoy. 
Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where, uh, Mr. Patterson, I'm not sure if you know who's on my left, but uh, he doesn't know who's in front of him, so we should better get straight to it. So we're introducing the left or the front of the left? Which one? I don't know. Let's do it. I'll let you go. All right. Let's go front of the left and then left and then back to the right. All right. There All right. we go. Paul, good to see you, man. Thank you. Nice to be here. Paul, uh, we introduced you a little bit earlier, but uh, we'll go and do the formal invitations. Uh, this is Mr. Jason Rose. Hi, Jason Rose. How are you doing? Hey, Paul. Do you feel different like when you're in his presence? You just don't know why yet? Uh, yeah, some, yeah, somewhat. I'm so not it's sure. Radiating through the computer. It might be. Uh, Jason, uh, we know that you will not be enjoying the fine fermentations that we will be enjoying. However, I think you said you have something really great to sip on. Oh, uh, yes. Plain, plain wrap cup, just um, filtered water. Okay. Wow, filtered, right. though. Filtered. How is that Colorado water? Uh, generally, when, when we go, we, we, we enjoy the Colorado. It's just not the ones that come down out of Boulder. The water that comes out of Boulder. <laughs> the Coors Light joke again. That one ain't so yeah. good, man. Yeah, are you upstream or downstream of Coors? <laughs> So what is that you're drinking? Well, we are diving into a new series, uh, and we have grabbed the Coop, which is a Oklahoma craft brewery here, and uh, this is their Coop Oktoberfest. So for the next, I think I got like eight or nine six packs of, for the community pub. <laughs> yeah we've got oktoberfest to last for like two months so we have to drink it all in october though that's no we do not no we do not give me one give me one actually i think you one excuse marty to, to to consume the beer faster than it should be consumed no 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 this is a very valid excuse to do so. the very valid excuse I would be have said it. i should have just drank it on and said bro it's october like it's <laughs> has to be gone by the 31st would be for us to enjoy community i like that community paul is uh not enjoying uh oktoberfest i would like to enjoy oktoberfest but i have to get rid of this damn corona he found a beach <laughs> you and, gotta get rid uh, of the corona paul's just <laughs> wanted to enjoy the beach i haven't had a corona since i was like 20 years old that's good for those of you that don't know that was like a long long time there's ago. a test to figure out if you're lying or not but this whole disease you know i'm thinking god i really want to have a corona so was the beach still partially glass the sand hadn't fully turned not yet okay Okay. Wow. Is that an old joke? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm older than dirt. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Jason, when you think of age, this is an interesting question. I'd love your perspective. When you think of age across the detailing industry, what would you say the mean or the average would be? Would that be in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s? You mean the average uh, business person in detailing? Is that where you're at? Oh. Oh my gosh. I think it's all over the board, but um, uh, I would have to say it's a younger crowd now. I would, hey, think. I would agree. I got outvoted by this guy and then another person. And I think there was one more, but I'm a, I really think, and I'm looking off my stats when I look at stuff, I really think it's young really? in the 20s. Okay. Yes. I think the average, I think the most people are in their 20s. Hmm. 20s or 30s, I think. Um, you know, especially because of COVID, so there's a lot uh, of new detailers getting in the game. A lot. Very, yeah. uh, very interesting perspectives. Uh, what else is brought into your game, Mr. Patterson, from COVID? Lots of business. 
Oh, I was going to go fun, random stuff. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Paul, anything new for you out of COVID? Well, there are. A couple of situationships. Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Her name. Okay, well, now what's the new one's name? <laughs> oh, but she's steady, though, he said. I, I think <laughs> might be the one, right? <laughs> They're always the one. Yeah. yeah, that's what we hear, at least. Yeah. Jason, yeah. Paul's our next-door neighbor here. So we, a, lot of, uh, a lot of inside jokes. <laughs> Paul is Paul is Kramer, right? Seinfeld, Kramer. He always would hop in randomly. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got the – did we get the hold on? Uh, we have to hold on. I'm losing my uh... – Speakers. Right, doing number one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying number one, like Paul's number one. I was saying he's Kramer, and you're like, no, number one. He had a, like he had a side bet. Watch him. Watch. You know, these other guys say I'm number one through the through the podcast. He just did. Dude, how much did you win? Did you not hear us? You can't hear us. Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, cool. Uh, so, were you a Seinfeld fan? Oh, I was. Yeah, oh. yeah, I liked him. This is our Kramer. <laughs> no, seriously, hey, hi, Paul. Yeah, he works yeah, seriously. His building's next door, so yeah, we'll so just it, pop in randomly. And yeah, every other random podcast, he just pops in and yeah. sits down. And here I we learned are. they start drinking beer on on Wednesdays, so it's uh, I'm here. <laughs> How convenient! And my dog is named Kramer. I think I we a, owe you a couple beers. I'm a 17 year old lab, and and uh, his name is Kramer. In his earlier years, he actually acted like Kramer. I mean, it was everything for a treat, everything for food. Yeah. That's good to know that that dog's still kicking because oh, yeah. when he hung out in the back, we didn't know how much, like, weren't sure how long he was going to be around with us. Oh, I know. But he's doing great. I mean, he's oh, getting Kramer's still well. kicking. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll bring him up sometime. Jason, what about you? Any randomness, cool new things for you out of Corona? Um, well, it's my birthday today. Wow. Happy birthday to you. Right. <laughs> I mean, at least you made it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. How many to times you. did you catch Thank Corona? You. <laughs> well, none that I'm aware of. I think we all thought we did coming out of Mobile Tech Orlando, right? Remember yeah. how sick everybody was right. coming out of Mobile Tech Orlando? Mine was a little later than that. It no. was like uh, yesterday. I got yeah, sick after <laughs> Vegas. Was it I've, Vegas? I've actually been on um, on COVID quarantine, I think, three different rounds now. Um, but to my knowledge, I, I haven't been tested positive for it. But like you said, I think either a SEMA or Mobile Tech Expo, I think There's we always all a SEMA it. flu. I had it. Always a yeah. SEMA flu, yeah. It was deathly. It's interesting how all these dudes get together and share uh, share the stuff back and forth. I never mm-hmm. quite caught anything, so I don't Tell me about your SEMA flu. How was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Oh, Wasn't man. ready for that one. <laughs> he just threw that right You know, it's actually nice, though, because you know you come back from a trip and you want like to take some time to like chill. You got to sick chill? Oh, yeah. It was awesome because, like, went, <clears throat> I got it. No, no, no. I was, like, deathly sick. I know, but you would be like, hey, no, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was quarantined in the room because I had the flu after the Vegas trip. And she was, my wife was pissed because I go being gone for five to seven days to <laughs> now I'm sick. home, <laughs> but I'm two days sick in the room. And, yeah. So what does it look like when your wife is pissed? What does it look like? <laughs> it varies, Paul. You know, it can turn into a very good situations sometimes, and sometimes it, you know, not so good. I just know with my three ex-wives that I've had, 
some have been okay and some have been horrible when they're pissed. Right, yeah. I mean, piss for one could be pretty low key. Yeah. And then piss could also well, be piss like. Piss can be, I'm not going to talk Holy to you for fuck, minutes. what the hell just happened? Yeah. There's no grudges, though. We get, I mean, we get over the crap yeah. pretty right. quickly. Jason, how's yours? How's my what? <laughs> how's your wife with uh, when she gets upset? Like, she probably, you know, you'll get home late today because you're hanging out with us for like three hours. You know, we got this podcast we got to dive into. You know, you'll get home late, stumbling in, you know. <laughs> from all the water. Yeah, from all the water. And, you know, I mean, how's that going to go for you? Because it's a little different on our side. Yeah, she's probably pissed off because she's like made a cake and, you know, there's presents waiting and, you know, the candles are lit and uh, here I am talking to you. I know. Wow. Paul, how do you feel now in front of well, now I'm just wondering if his wife gave him a present this morning Ooh. to start his day off right, or sleep he made her awake. <laughs> Was there a nooner? Jason, man, uh, happy birthday. I cut Paul off singing earlier. Would you like him to resume? No, no, thanks. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank I, you. I appreciate it. Yeah. There was just one time when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. No, I was in church. Oh. And, you know, really evolved, sophomore in high school, you know, I'm singing. And the people in front of me turn around and look at me like, what the hell are you doing yeah, singing? I've done that. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought, okay, mm-hmm. and I've never sung in church again. Yeah. That's good, probably good. The Paul. only thing I sing are happy birth- is happy birthday. Okay. And the ABC song. You got cut off, though, too. So Jason, I heard a rumor, uh, <laughs> speaking of singing. I heard a very interesting rumor. You have a a pretty low key, uh, you know, fatuation with karaoke. I heard. What? <laughs> so, would you sing? What's your favorite thing to sing on karaoke? So you believe everything you hear? I mean, I also <laughs> read it on the internet. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, no, karaoke karaoke is not my thing. <sighs> okay, hey DJ. Uh-uh. I might sing in the shower, but you're not welcome there. That was a good try. Yeah. A really good try. Yeah. So you're not welcome in his shower. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) 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 That's that's about the only place I'm caught singing, and you're not going to catch me there. Okay. Well. We'll never hear you sing. I guess not. At least not till Vegas. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, Vegas, we know that uh, Vegas didn't happen for SEMA except for virtual, but uh, Mobile Tech Orlando happening uh, February. You gonna you mentioned quarantine earlier though? Are they gonna you gonna get a chance to get out there? You think is that gonna be a trip that uh, you're gonna get to make? Well, that's the plan. So you know, obviously we'll have to wait till we get closer to figure that out. But the the current plan for Mobile Tech is uh, I'll be there. Rupus will be there. Yeah, sweet. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you know anybody that would like to get a 15% discount on Mobile Tech, they can use Pints as their discount code. So uh, they're giving everybody in the community 15% off, and they can use Pints as their discount code. Good job, yeah. Paul. Paul knows. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, so, Jason, please, uh, like you said, there's a lot of new people, a lot of young detailers getting into the industry. I'll let everybody know, you know, Everybody else that's listened uh, knows who you are. I'm sure if anybody's been in detailing in the last year. You, you know who Jason Rose is. You know who Jason Rose is, right? But you're right. There's a lot of new people. So, you know, give us a little explanation, you know. Tell, uh, tell everybody who you are. Okay. So I started my career detailing cars in high school, you know, basically wiping on neighbors and uh, 
you know, teachers' cars and things like that turned into a business. Uh, put myself through college detailing cars. So I had a 12-year mobile detail business in Southern California. Uh, I joined the Meguiar's team in 1996 and um, had a good 20-year run with that company Jason, doing do various re- roles. Do I remember right that Barry, actually, you were cleaning his cars? And yeah. he's asked you personally to come onto the team, right? So what, what an yeah, honor. So, uh, at what know, age were you? Um, younger than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Barry was uh, one of my customers along with a lot of the executives over at the McGuire's office. Uh, so I joined their team in 1996. I had a good 20-year run in various roles in sales, marketing, training, product development. I joined the Rupus team uh, about four years ago, and I'm on the Rupus product development team as well as the, the training team, and I coordinate our training efforts globally. We have two academies, one in Milan, Italy, and the one that I'm at now in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, I couldn't so think of a better person uh, to, to be in that position, though. I went to your trainings back at, uh, was it NXT, McGuire's, those with, uh, what was his name? Um, anyways, yeah, I've been through some of those older. <laughs> oh, Kevin Brown. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin Brown and you and some other guys were teaching. Yeah, you know, those other guys. You know. Yeah, I mean, all that matters was Jason. Definitely. So, um, but it's cool to see the, the progression. I mean, Roops is definitely lucky to have you on the team for sure. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think when you look back at all the different years, what are some of the crazy uh, developments you think that's been impactful? What's the, the, the most impactful thing that's been on the industry? Oh, wow. Well, um, so, you know, putting the jokes aside about, you know, polishing on Noah's Ark and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, you, you did use this sandpaper, right? <laughs> Um, so, you know, over over my career, I think there's been some major developments that have impacted um, detailing, like uh, when, when clay was introduced, that was a, a big thing. You know, who would have thought you're rubbing this material on on the paint and pulling bonded contaminants? And then, the of course, course one, Do you remember thing, the first one you used? Mine was Automagic because they were the ones that had that patent and it was that red one that was really, yeah. really rough and came in the... Well, that was the first one anybody used because, yeah. uh, you know, they kind of came out with it and then locked it up with a patent, as you said. Um, and then, of course, when the microfiber towel kind of got repurposed from other industries into automotive, that was a big thing. Uh, and then, you know, foam pads is another big thing. Microfiber pads is a great development that hit our industry. Large orbit polishers. I mean, all of all of these things, I think, really impacted how we detail cars. You don't have a, a top? You mean my favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, my favorite's a microfiber pad because uh, just I personally worked on that project for about five years. Uh, so I have a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that one. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a big microfiber pad, you know, fan. All right. For biased reasons. I know what mine was. What was yours? At the motorcycle rally when the bikini girls would come out. Oh, this is my five. Oh, Paul. That was my favorite. Was that 1973? Could have been. I think that's when they used to do that. Uh, anything else they polish, Paul? Hey. 
been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Rims, I mean, exhaust, you know, that type of stuff, yeah, or just I, the paint. Hey, I know they polish good. <laughs> <laughs> was that a spit shine, Paul? It was. It was. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, they didn't have microfiber back then. They had to blow it dry. <laughs> Who's this guy? Doesn't Kramer usually pop in and pop out? <laughs> Typically. <laughs> I don't think he really hangs around much. <laughs> Goodness. Nicely done, Paul. Nicely Goodness. done. I forget when you two get together, man. We just can't stay on track. <laughs> Ever. Oh, man. <laughs> Jason, uh, do you remember the first times that you used a... Uh, well, they got a bad name later in the industry, but like a glaze. Yeah. Uh, what were what were glazes back when you remember? You know, when I so I started detailing in two thousand and two, um, and glazes, I found those pretty quick. And usually, if you were with a dark car, you would use a dark car glaze. Um, had a lot of fillers, a lot of silicone, a lot of stuff that covered over what. What was the purpose of, you remember, glazes? You know, why did they come out? What was the, the overall, you know, purpose of of those type of products back back in the day? Well, my perspective on this question comes from the Meguiar's history. So they, they had a very prominent product called Show Car Glaze, you know, number seven. And um, so the purpose then was really to prep a car to be shown at a car show. Um, and then there was a lot of car enthusiasts and hobbyists that, you know, wanted a very fast, quick application and really high gloss, high filling and really kind of made the car pop. Um, but it was short lived. So it kind of was nicknamed Queen for a day because uh, you put you put the show car glaze on and made your car look absolutely fantastic for about 48 hours. <laughs> and so what was the, the main difference between it and a wax? Um, the durability, you know, it was very short-lived, and then there isn't any protective qualities in, in the glaze. It's it's mostly a, a, a very immediate, you know, look on the appearance of the paint, but then there isn't, there isn't any solids left behind that have protective qualities. All right, and so from there, the industry kind of went to what I remember later coming out was more of a push for polishes that they kind of differentiated between you know ones that might be you know silicone free or not silicone body shop safe or not body shop safe um was there anything that kind of sparked all that well from the glaze you know the introduction of the glaze uh there was lots of spinoffs that went in different directions so you have um polishes that have protective qualities so that's like a polish wax uh, and then there's another direction called a cleaner polish, which is a is a polish, but it has abrasives in it that can actually remove defects. You know, so there, you know, polish went in a lot of different directions um, based on you know the preferences and needs. So whether it cut defects or not, whether it filled defects or not, whether it protected paint or not, uh, all those kind of directions came out of that whole glaze era. So when you were detailing, what mostly did you use? I used a lot of cleaner waxes. Um, I used um, cleaner polishes and then a wax as a second step. How did those, um, <clears throat> it was, was it applied via 
hand and then rotary off? Um, was it applied with a, a foam pad and, you know, a, what we would think of as like a an applicator, you know, a, an electric applicator or a pneumatic applicator? You mean in, in the business at that time or uh -huh. me personally? Uh, well, for you, when you were detailing. Yeah, so I used the cyclo polisher back in oh, my, my business. That's cool. So it was... That's really cool. The orbital. Yeah. What's funny is that Roops at, at your booth now, you guys have that, uh, was like a timeline of all the different polishers and so forth, and Cyclo is now, yeah. is now in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We used them at the car wash. Oh, we used them a lot. Yeah, they we we so yeah. freaking heavy. I found them also, uh, let's see, it would have probably, it was a good, it was a couple years after I started. I burned some paint, did some stuff, you know, I was figuring things out, and then, I don't even remember how. I think maybe some guy was just pawning. I, I think that's how I got it. He was just selling off stuff that he did, you know, and I grabbed it off of somebody and then used it for, yeah, I, we brought it into the car wash, and then I would train uh, dealerships, even starting off uh, the business now I have. I early started training dealerships with the Cyclo. So I was a big fan of the Cyclo myself. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, back when I had my business, they were – 95% um, of the detailers at that time were using rotary and they were just swirling up every car they touched. And so I actually made a good business out of marketing, say, you know, yeah. the guaranteed no swirl marks as a performance claim because the cyclo can't make a swirl mark. So it was an easy claim to make. And so you mostly did, you said cleaner wax and what? Cleaner polishes, so polishes that actually had some bite, mm -hmm. and they can remove some defects. And then were they in the glaze side or the non-glaze side? Non-glaze. These were, I preferred the ones that were not high filling. You know, they, they really removed a defect, and then they created gloss, because uh, I kind of wanted the real deal. And then when I put wax on, I knew, you know, it was, it was not a cover-up. So back then, you were, you were doing two steps back then. Yeah. Wow. Lots of two steps on many, many cars. Yeah. You uh you definitely would have set yourself apart then. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all my competition was actually promoting and and uh advertising, you know, their three or four step, you know, rotary process. Uh so what is what is DJ, can you remember any times where you had done a car? And then gone back and looked at it later, and it just didn't quite look the way it, what it did before. Maybe ran it through the wash, and suddenly all that stuff reappeared. Or back in the day, Absolutely. or or even yeah, or even uh, uh, you know, even just randomly, whenever. You got any fun stories about that? Uh, no, not no fun stories. I mean, I had I was trying to buy a car once that uh, <laughs> it was a black car, and uh, I wanted to. I wanted them to run it through the wash because I just wanted to do one last check. And sure enough, it, it went through the wash. This was at a dealership. So you can imagine it was like 15 years ago. You can imagine there dealership car washes back then, right? Uh, All the swords came back. Yeah, so then magically we pulled it back out, and the, the guy, the salesman's like, yeah, man, it looks great. And I look, and I go, yeah, uh-uh. Like, I'm out. Like, why? And I go, well, can't you see? Like, <laughs> so glazes, uh, glazes. I've got a, an understanding for glazes too. On a different side, uh, Jason, Derek, Derek, Jason. Oh, hey, Jason. Must be seven thirty, huh? Yeah, 
So yeah, we are running just a bit behind, uh, and Jason, we have what's called a community pub. So we'll mute people, but we're going to have people start hopping into the pub. So ah. uh, we'll continue our discussion. Uh, and so we are talking, uh, Derek, we're talking about uh, the progression through the industry of polishes, protectants, that type of stuff, and moving into AIOs, all-in-ones. I, I'm going to go ahead and say I, I'd never heard that term until – last year maybe early this year i when did the term aio start coming out yeah i don't know exactly when but i know the the predecessor term used was a cleaner wax so cleaner slash wax that's the um the original term for this type of product and then it kind of evolved i think it happened during uh the the detailing forums and all these discussions they were coming up with different ways of describing things. Uh, but I think an all-in-one came out probably in the, the mid-90s, I want to say. Mid-90s, maybe late 1990s. So it's yeah, been around I a long time. Never, when did you? If you're talking, if it's the predecessor's cleaner wax. Then oh, yeah, wax, I've heard so. cleaner wax. Yeah, yeah, but the term yeah. AIO. I've heard it, yeah. I've heard all-in-one. Well, I guess you've heard it when was the question. Like earlier on in my days of polishing and so forth, you have an all yeah. one that does it's it's a it's a it's a one step essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just guess I'd always just heard cleaner wax. I'd never I'd never heard of it as an AIO. So that's pretty cool. Uh, what do you remember? Did McGuire's have one that you liked? Um, McGuire's had the original, as far as I'm aware. They the uh, cleaner wax that originated in 1973. Was that yeah, it was they, the, the the bronze tin one? Yeah, it had a, a burgundy or burgundy, a yeah. red bottle. Yeah. So yeah, that that product uh, came out you know decades ago. And I think they set the bar for cleaner wax. They've done a great job with formulating that type of product. Why, I guess, uh, why change, why did it change to from cleaner wax to AIO? Um, well, Meguiar's didn't do that. That AIO is a, is a, a term that came out in the detailing forums. Mm. And I don't know where it originated exactly, but it came out. You know, with uh, the you know the discussion forums that that were in the mid nineteen nineties and the two thousands, early two thousands. Okay, uh, DJ, you've gotten more active in the uh, groups. How often do you hear AIO being thrown around? Um, I'm, I glaze over the technical questions now and look at more of the business questions. So honestly, when I see a question about what product for this and that, I, I'm typically more inclined to help people that have business-related questions versus technical, so I don't even look. Okay, so you, they, okay, so you don't know. Right. I would say I'm hearing it a lot more, and especially with Uno Protect. Or, or is there a difference between Uno and Uno Protect? Are those two different products? Well, in the Rupus line, we have Uno Protect, which is an all-in-one cleaner wax product, and then there is Uno Pure, so the Uno is a family of products, um, and I can neither confirm nor deny that there will be more of Uno products in the family in the future. Hmm. Um, but we have Uno Protect and Uno Pure. So Uno Pure 
is a pure polish, has no protective qualities. It's not a glaze, doesn't have filling ability. It's just a, a, a very straight up, what you see is what you get uh, finishing polish. And then there's Uno Protect, which has protective qualities and it is an all-in-one. So it's a cleaner wax. Okay. Fillers then? Yep. What, what are, I mean, what are fillers? Yeah, it's interesting. The fillers, uh, that is a conversation because there, there are such a thing as intentional fillers and there are ingredients put into products to cover up defects. And then there's the filling ability that products have uh, without intentional fillers. So I think all of your listeners and anybody that's tuned into this kind of conversation really needs to understand that there is a difference between intentional fillers and the ability of products to fill defects. For example, any compound, any polish, any product on the market has the potential to fill defects, uh, whether it's intentional or not, it has that possibility. So if you take any compound and you slop it on by hand, let's say a couple of quick passes and you wipe the residue and it looks fantastic, like you remove defects, you didn't remove defects, you covered them up. So it's just a matter of the application. That same product, you can apply it properly with a machine, work it in for the whole application cycle, and you will genuinely remove defects and not cover them up. So it's it's interesting when you get on these detail forums or the Facebook groups and they're bagging on products because they're filling defects. You know, I just kind of roll my eyes because they all have that potential. <laughs> There's a purpose for everything, so. Yeah. So what separates the, the Uno line then with its filling properties? Well, we have the Uno Pure, which has no intentional no, right. Yeah. And then there's the Uno Protect, which has a great ability to fill defects if you wanted it to do that. Uh, but then also in the application, you can actually remove defects. So, um, you know, the cleaner wax um, formulas on the market are very challenging. I don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, but to try and actually make a product that does all of those things in one yeah. bottle... It's it's a challenging thing for a chemist. Yeah, I can imagine. So what like what separates Uno Protect versus others? Well, so cleaner waxes and all-in-ones, they have um, basically four criteria, four uh, performance parameters. So you you want number one, you want to remove defects. So there's the the abrasive and the cutting side of the product. Then you want to polish, you want to create clarity and gloss. And then you want to lay down some protective qualities. So there's the, the waxes or the polymer sealants that are left behind. And then the fourth criteria is the application or the user experience, uh, which speaks to the, the speed of the application, the, how fast it goes on, how fast the wipe off is. So those four things, which exist in all cleaner waxes, but they're, you know, strengths and weaknesses. So some cleaner waxes are actually very good at removing defects, but there's a trade-off. If the more abrasives you throw into the product, it's going to hurt the finish. It's going to hurt the wipe off. So there's other things that That's suffer. That's what I was going to say. DJ, you remember some of those that we would go through and start, and then 
trying to get it back off. I'm, a lot of those cleaner waxes would have been yellow to symbolize that, or, well, correct me, I don't know, yellow or green yellow or lime, pink. who you, knows. You, right? For you, me, you, I saw one color. I don't know you, if you it, did good, man. Yeah, you did okay, good. it was you yellow. Did you did good. So, you know, it, it, it would generally had a certain color, and then, yeah, you're right. If it did a good job of what you felt like was removing or getting some of that stuff, it was harder to take off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing with cleaner waxes. If if you try and get the most cut, it's going to hurt the finish. It's going to hurt the wipe off. But if you want the best finishing ability, it's going to hurt the cut. It might hurt the protection uh, package in there. So what Rupus did with our Uno Protect is we believe we we nailed it in terms of the greatest balance between those four criteria. So we maximize the cut without sacrificing the wipe off and the finish and the protection package. We have a great finish. We have a smooth, you know, silky smooth finish. We have a strong protection package, but it's not the strongest package it could be. And it's not the strongest cut like a compound, but what we believe we've done is nailed a very good balance between those four criteria. So if you, if you listen to the raves and what people are talking about the product, um, they're really going to tell you better than I could even, but it's those four things. It cuts great. It finishes great. Uh, it leaves good durable protection and the application is very, very fast. Uh, and those are all the things we hope for in that product. When did you guys start developing it? I don't know if that's a core secret or not, but how long has it been in the works? This is actually the third year of Uno Protect. So it was in development for two full years before we launched it a year ago. Was there anything in the industry that you guys saw the need of why you needed to bring it out to the market? Well, we obviously had the need in our product line because our goal as a company was to have the compounds and polishes uh, that go well with our tools and go well with our pads. So we we had that gap in our own product offering. Now, whether the industry need needed another cleaner wax, I I don't think the industry needs another <laughs> cleaner wax. Um, I, I don't know how many there are, but there's yeah, a lot of them. Sure. Um, so I, I don't think the universe needed another cleaner wax, but um, we needed to make one because we needed that offering in our product line. Um, but if we're going to do one uh, true to the Rupus fashion, if we're going to do one, um, we're going to do it exceptional. We're going to make sure it's a great balance of all of those four criteria. And I think we nailed it. It's really well done. Uh, you mentioned the speed application of it. What what's and then you talked about how this was something new, right? It was a it's a spot in in your lineup that you needed to fill. You guys have been one way for a long time, right? The facility's amazing. You're going over the steps, and there's all this training. It, it just yeah, I mean, it seemed like wow, okay, well now there's something that's completely different than what Rupes seems to have been for so many years suddenly in a product yeah and actually marty it was um a bit of an internal struggle because the italian italian part of our company all the the my colleagues in italy uh for many years they 
you know, focused on compound and one step pain correction. And, and that's, you know, where they've been for years. So the concept of a, of an all in one or a cleaner wax was actually foreign to them. So it took a bit internally to get our company on board, but um, you know, we're obviously we, uh, that product has been a home run for us on the, on the success side. So um, the Italians are very happy with how that turned out. I bet they are. <laughs> yeah, they like that return, huh? Yeah. Uh, so it was a it was a U.S. versus Italian thing, huh? In the beginning, because cleaner waxes are much more accepted in the the American you know market and the car care market. In Europe, it it is it's spotty in Europe um, as to people accepting all in ones. But they do now. So I think there's globally the world is getting much more accepting of all-in-one type products. So when you were mobile detailing back in the day, how long did it take you to do your two-step? Um, I was typically four to five hours on a car if I was doing my two-step. And then when we were there with you at the beautiful facility, we talked about two-stepping. We talked about one-steps. We talked about a couple different things. When you would do a two-step with what you were doing with, you know, compound and polish, uh, how long would you recommend that that would take? With our current system? Uh-huh. Oh, it's an hour, two hours tops. And then so you guys are now saying for what on the uh, Uno? Yeah, Uno should be a 30 to 45-minute application on and off. It's really meant... It's meant for like the express detailing category of of paint correction. So it's it's really not full paint correction. Your expectation on defect removal should be somewhere around the fifty to sixty, seventy percent defect removal. With the protection. And it, it literally is go around the car once and, and get whatever defects out you can get out and whatever's left is left. Wow. Okay. Can, can you go over a second time? And get more de- defects out? You could, but in our training with, with um, Uno Protect, if you wanted more defects out, uh, you would still do a one step. You would still go around the car once. However, you would slow down. You would actually slow your, your tool speed, your arm speed. So if you slow that arm speed down, you'll get more defects out. Okay. Uh, so that's what I was going to ask is is if you just, instead of trying to do two steps and instead of trying to hit that 30 minute mark, what if you spent an hour and went slower, you know, would you get more defects out? But Jason, before I ask that question, I want to introduce Rupez's biggest fan in Oklahoma right there. Mr. Cody Duvall, please Uh, big, huge Rupez fan. Uh, When, when we had worked together, he would always bring his Rupez over. So not uh, use your polisher. Yeah. Yeah. He always had to use his Rupez. I'm bringing a root. I'm roots. I'm a true root blood. without roots fan. Yeah. He's got a tattoo on his, uh, on his tramp stamp area. How how do you know that DJ Vegas? Oh, oh shoot! That's right. Dang it! Dang. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Cody. Hey, Jason, remember oh, that? Man. Remember that flu we talked about that happened at SEMA? Cody got it too. Cody got it too. I wonder <laughs> how the two of them got it, and how does he know that the Rupes tramp stamp is on Cody his back? Had it first, that I caught it. Oh. Well, you know, now we know. Dang it! Uh, Jason, I apologize. I forget my question. Hopefully, you remember it. 
you were asking if we slow down. So yeah, with Uno Protect, if you just if you slow down your polisher arm speed uh, and you slowly work out the defects, um, that is a technique adjustment with that product you can make. And the end result will be you will remove more defects. So it's uh, it's a variable. You know, the 30 to 40 minute application time, it's not a hard fix rule. It's it's kind of a suggestion. So if you wanted to slow down and remove more defects, you, you can do that. You can take three hours to apply the product if you want, and you'll just remove more defects that way. So there's a shockwave that went through the industry when we started seeing headlines about getting it done in 20 minutes. It's amazing stuff. <laughs> I had to put that in there. I had to say it. I, I use it on the almost daily. It's amazing. Like I said, Rupez's biggest fan in Oklahoma right there, <laughs> Cody Duvall. Betty Jason's going to send no, you guys, side, I, I wasn't sure here, about right? it at first, but you guys Just definitely knocked put it out. your address in the comments. It's, it's uh, yeah. But so why the why the headlines? I know you're not in marketing, and I know that that's not your your realm. But you know, you see headlines about twenty minute, you know, pad to pain, and then you know you're closer when you're saying forty five. I'm much more comfortable with that. So why was there some people in the industry saying twenty minutes? Well, um, first of all, to clarify, that didn't come from Rupus. We didn't say twenty minutes, but there are people that are expressing their raves and their feedback on the product. And I have heard that, that it's on and off in 20 minutes. I've actually experienced that myself personally. I've done a car here in my academy on and off in 20 minutes. And uh, actually recently, about a month ago, I was in Salt Lake City training some detailers there. And we, we timed them with a stopwatch and they did 21 minutes. It was a, a Mercedes sedan on and off in 21 minutes so uh it can be done but it's not it's not a company claim uh i'm with you i think 30 40 minutes is more comfortable as an expectation um marty is the question so what is your question i guess i kind of missed that what you're well my question well the question was basically yeah did you know where did the 20 minutes come from before but before that i guess what started the the subject of the the uno protect Bro, I don't know. I've had. Oh, I, I was just kind of. Yeah, I, I, I mean, because I, I pretty much use it. It could be you should have all your cutting done when you go to use that. It should be just like your. No, final, no, no, final no, no, no. They're doing this as a one step. No as cutting before. Probably. Nothing. Yeah. This is just a single go over all in one. So with the the journey, yeah. what we've been talking through is the process of how different products have evolved through the industry. Yeah. And all-in-ones, yeah. you know, is basically the AI, which is what it is now. Sure. Used to be cleaner waxes is what we were talking about. Um, and so what Jason had said is, well, this is actually only about a 50% correction. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, I wouldn't use it as a complete correct. If you're just going on just to see, seal a vehicle, I could definitely see 20 minutes. It's super easy. And it has a super crazy gloss. I don't see any problem. It goes on so easy and wipes off ridiculously easy as well. And it doesn't leave any high spots if you get it off in the right temperature. So, I mean. So, Jason, you, did you guys kind of see a crossover for that? Like as a compound, somebody using your regular stuff or any something else, you know, compounding the vehicle and then using Uno Protect as a second step? Or was it always designed as that, you know, one single all-in-one? No, I think it's actually one of the performance tips for success on the bottle. Yep. Yeah, it, 
it can actually be used as a second step after compound. So if you use it that way, you're going to clean up remaining pad marks or whatever defects might be left in the paint. And then you're laying down protection at the same time. So it could be the second uh, of a two-step process. But the product category that the product lives in is an all-in-one, one-step cleaner wax. Gotcha. Yeah. With some versatility. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. It, I love the uh, technical talk. I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, right? Like you said, a lot of stuff that goes into forms, a lot of stuff that goes into all different. Where did the 20 minutes come from? We don't know. So, you know, I think what I think is what's amazing about you is you you can go through and discuss the whole realm of starting from here all the way up to why you guys came out with this product now. Um, do you guys see something in the industry? I know you said you didn't do it for the industry, but are you seeing now something in the industry happening because of the product? You mentioned earlier, you're seeing a lot of new people come into uh, detailing. Are you seeing a lot of those guys go after the product? Well, um, yes and no. I don't think there's a direct dotted line connection between you know, Uno Protect and the trending up in the industry of express detailing is what I call it. So one stepping on a car kind of, you know, lay, laying down protection in one step. But there, I think there's a list of reasons why that's happening. I mean, new entries into detailing industry. So um, unskilled, unknowledgeable, fresh, new detailers who don't have the depth of paint correction knowledge and skills that many other detailers have. So um, cleaner waxes is a great place to start because, you know, it's one once around the car and it's easy application. Uh, but I think also, and Marty, you, you're probably part of this uh, as well as other people in the industry where we're trying to raise awareness of the profit center called express detailing. Jason, so I like the way you think, man. <laughs> Cheers. Community. So, I, mean, I mean, many, many detailers historically in the last five to 10, 15 years, they're focused on that holy grail of, you know, 100% paint correction, you know, $3,000 jobs and all that kind of stuff. Um, when the, the real money and the broad uh, profit center is in express detailing because there's simply more customers for that and there's more cars for that. And uh, you can turn and burn and, and get, you know, more cars through with just one stepping. Um, so I think there's a, that's, that segment is trending up, partly because people like you, Marty, are raising awareness that, hey, you know, look at this. You can make money here. Um, and also the reality of COVID and new, new entries into the detailing community. It's, it's causing a focus on express detailing, I think. Uh, Jason, I much respect. We, we have said that over many years because of just, that's, that's what we've done, right? That's, that's the type of detailing we've done. And it, it has been very interesting as going more into that national, you know, going to go to SEMA, going to mobile tech, you know, all the different stuff of being out then more in a national scale and hearing and seeing the way other people, well, it's the way they operate cool but then to literally over the years to be dogged to be made yeah. fun of i had a guy oh, say yeah. i had a guy come up and say hey man why don't you get out of the gutter 
Oof. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Did you get out? No. You stayed there? Well, I said, man, that's where I live. Like, I mean, that's, my whole detailing has been mobile to a car wash setting to, you know, like that's that's all that's always been my side of the industry. And while I've appreciated and we've done really great correction stuff, we can do it. You're right. The big money in the industry is always in from our perspective has always been. I don't know if I want to call it production. express. It's more production detail. Production, production detailing. Yes. We're, we're actually, yeah. I think yeah. we're going to do more of a new term for it. We're going to develop, um, you know, sort of a term to describe it because not many people have an understanding of it and production still sounds, it's still got that old, like, ee, like, you know, production is just that dirty, nasty. You're not going to really do much out of it. Yeah, it has a stigma. It has a stigma. Less less professional for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Get it in and get it out. You know, however, most of the entrepreneurs, the ones that are really, truly growing, have always been doing this style. So, you know, that, that might be a way to, to go with it. So, you know, we're, we're definitely, Jason, thank you very much for that. Um, so, Jason, when when you use it, how do you look at it and do you go, hey, if I was back in the day, would that like? Would you grab it, and that's what you would have, you know, really done a, a ton of? Is that would have been your go-to? Oh my gosh, I was with a group of detailers last week, and we were talking about this very topic. And uh, the question came up: If I knew what I know today, and I had, the, <laughs> if I had the tools question, and the products and the pads and things that are available to me today, and if I could go back in time to my younger self. Uh, when I was detailing, um, oh my gosh! I mean, I I think well for sure I would have made a lot more money. Oh my gosh! Um, and the reality, by the way, I say I have a twelve-year detail business, but the reality was the first four years I was struggling big time and far from success. It was I was literally doing a car to get my next tank of gas or my next meal. That's <laughs> That's how it was for the first four that. years. Been Hell there, yeah. That. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I don't wish that on anybody because that's, you know, not not the greatest way to live, but it's also not the greatest way to operate a business. But it took a while for me to figure out that, okay, that's not going to work long term. I have to do something else. But anyway, getting back to your question, um, oh, yeah, I would um, – uh, not only would I be making more money – but I could pocket more because my efficiency and my profitability would just be way better than it was at the time. That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. That's good. I, I think at the end, I think mostly that's what we all want, right? We want customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. We want sustainability. And we want to make some money. Profitability, yes, sir. Well, definitely. Yeah, I was, uh, it reminds me, I was coaching another detail company, a very large uh, detail company. They had nine detailers polishing on cars every day. Wow. But I was coaching them because they were selling paint correction packages based on steps and hours. Mm. So they actually sold to their customer steps and amount of hours on a car. And I was trying to tell them that if you're trying to get profitability and efficiency built into your program, that's not how you sell this stuff. Um, the best way really is to sell a result and you can have different levels of results, but sell a result. And if you get that car done in one step, 
Awesome. Great. If it takes three steps, you know, sorry you heard on efficiency, but that's the reality of uh, paint variables on cars. So anyway, I think, you know, people should stop selling steps. Now, here's my three-step program. Uh, just sell the result and then get it done as fast as you can without, and people, people hear what I'm saying. They think I'm telling them to be less professional and I'm not saying that at all. Um, deliver the quality, deliver the professionalism, but just do it efficiently and profitably. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I thank you. Like, right. It doesn't mean that just because you're doing detail a little different doesn't mean that you're not still being a detailer. All right, so Jason, I unmuted everybody. Uh, we're very grateful for the amount of time that you spent with us. Uh, not only that you spent the time with you, spent it on, on your birthday. birthday. All right, one, oh, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jason. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah, it. Man. Hell yeah, dude. Jason, thanks for your time. Uh, if people want to reach out, where do they find you? Uh, yeah, so Facebook, um, um, Jason Rose on Facebook. Um, also, our website, rupususa.com. And uh, I'm really bad on Facebook Messenger, so don't try and reach me there. <laughs> what about your IG? And then I'm just trying to figure out this new thing called Instagram. So I, I might yeah. TikTok, right? <laughs> the new thing called TikTok Yo. because Instagram you have mastered by now. We're your uh. first post, right? <laughs> no. Who did you get as your first post, right? Remember, you were supposed to do one with us. I don't have a first post, eh? I have almost 3,000 followers on Instagram. I've never posted once. Now how do you feel, Paul? In front never. Of he has 3,000 followers and hasn't posted one time. What? Not once. Not once. <laughs> Not one time. All right, so, Jason, we know you got to run, man. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, enjoy your birthday uh, and all the festivities that go along with it, man. So, uh, Okay, man. Cheers. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks yeah, for listening. Thanks Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank see you, Jason. Hey, we'll see you at Mobile Tech. Yep. See you there. See you, man. Uh, that, was, that was super fun. <laughs> Uh, that was that was super fun, right? Yeah, it was good. When I, oh, maybe not. Well, it's too late. Come on. I was going to say that, that not very many times does the community get to sing no. Happy Birthday to Jason Rose. That, that was, was a, that was a yeah. first. Fuck yeah. Oh, you have a question? I have a question. As a, as a novice, would his product work on my track? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would. Absolutely. It, it would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would take a long time. It just wouldn't really do. I mean, yeah, you you shouldn't do that one though. You should go ahead and get a compound. Okay. Compound cut, compound polish it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. say is this thing hammered? I guess. Well, you know, it's a white truck. <laughs> Let's it's just say, I mean, it's a, it's a white truck in Oklahoma. You know that. <laughs> when's the last time you washed it, Paul? Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Oh dear. Oh yeah. dear. It was before COVID. Yeah. 
was before COVID because I think I uh, February before COVID. February <laughs> probably the last time it's been clean. So February I don't probably? think that it would do a whole lot for you. Okay. you, you uh, can go ahead and let DJ do the big. Am I am I am I shine up a little bit? Don't even wash it. Just get the compound out. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Don't even clay it. Go right into compounding. The pad will be okay. Hey, that's just more abrasive, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's up, guys? And, whoa. I guess no. I think Nick's, Nick's, Nick is washing some cars. Yeah, Nick, what are you doing? Ah, uh, so my mama is making food right now. And oh, well, wait, 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 Nick, 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 kitchen, 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 we got to see what you're making. I'm pulling the thunder right now. Nick. Come on, you bring, Nick, bring that inside, bring that inside. All right, all right, hold on, let me get this cannon off my, off my. Oh, here we go. Hey, Nick, here we go. Nick, have you seen the video? Your mom needs to get on because she's got competition, man. Yeah. Your mom's got competition. You know, Does she know? I had it going on, so I don't know really. if she knows. She doesn't imagine? know. Yo, Mark, tell her. Uh, Nick, tell her. Oh. I have no idea what's in this pot. Full disclaimer. Pop. Here we go. Ooh. Oh. Oh. What? What is that? Stir that up. Looks like chili. Looks chili. Oh, chili. This is it. Hey, it's mom, like... what's in here? Chicken. Many ingredients. What's in there? Uh, onion, chicken. Uh, broth. I don't know what else. Corn. Corn. Green bean potato. Hey, you name it. I haven't heard that in so. Hey. Nick, is that a guy Tesla shirt? Yeah, so this is actually a uniform shirt I got like from work for free, and I taped what? it down. Yeah, so I taped it halfway down and just bleached it. I I, I put bleach in a spray bottle and just sprayed half the shirt. That's and got cool, this. man. It's like your own tie Ask me yeah. how I do. Whoa! <laughs> Yo, that's uh, nice. He had one ready. So do you rubber band it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I I got like this vinyl, like I don't know. I don't know if it was duct tape or whatever. It was some kind of vinyl tape or like plastic tape. I just lined up the shirt with tape and spray bottle with bleach and sent that thing. Yeah, it looks good. I did a whole bunch of them too. Nice. Tesla and tie dye. He could sell those to rich hipsters for like seventy dollars a piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Seriously, that yeah. Tesla logo was worth some money right there. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's not like people I see pull up in these damn tussles. I'm like, mm-mm. 100%. That oh, whoa. We're going to have to mute that, Nick. Yeah. Mute you, yeah. Uh, Make sure that quick disconnect's locked in. <laughs> All right, so Derek. I got PTSD. Derek, it is time for the tab out question of the night. We would have loved to got Jason Rose on with it, but uh, – but he had his birthday and was like, you know, listen, Jason, go ahead and yeah. go ahead and head on home. That was pretty cool that he was hanging out. So Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. The community got to sing to Jason. Happy birthday. Yeah. 
<laughs> Paul, Paul, I don't care what the people in choir said. I thought you did a great job, man. <laughs> Paul was horrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm not. Oh. Uh, I can't carry it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I caught yeah. that. All right. All righty, <laughs> guys. All right, tab out Here, question. Here we go. Tab out, tab out question for the community pub night is it's late night. You're hungry. You come home from the bar. Your buddy's got you. Your buddy's got you some. Uh, he ordered you some burgers. You know, some fast food joint got you some food, and you're like, "Oh, cool! Thanks for the food." Um, you go to the bathroom, come back, and he's he's throwing the food out, and you're like, well, "Wait a minute, where's where's my food? Didn't you just eat?" He goes, "Yeah. Uh, oops, sorry." Now you look into the garbage can, and there's the bag of food, but the food is still in the wrapper. Do you a I'm grabbing Go to the shit. garbage. I'm grabbing that. Dig through the, dig through the garbage can, and you get your food because it's still in the wrapper. Or do you B say, you know what, that food's in the trash. Nah. You know, right. I'm not gonna that eat that. Shit. I'm getting the food. I'm getting I'm the shit in the wrapper. Yeah. I'm grabbing that food. I'm I'm shit. Food. Now it's, I'm but it's still in the wrapper. <laughs> it's still in the wrapper. I don't care. Still eating that shit. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because. Uh, now, Marty, that question, that happened to me one time. People looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, guys, it's still on the wrapper. It's okay. Like, yeah. Why did you throw your food away? So your buddy threw it away because he was also he, drunk? Yeah, no, nope, I think oh. he, he, buddy was drunk as hell. He was like, oh, I'm all done. Bam, right in the trash. <laughs> Why were you eating yours already? Nick, little late uh, night washing. I, it, I, huh? How are you gonna yes, sit? sir. You want to guess what soap I'm using? I'll give you a hint. It's yours. Oh. <laughs> well, we only got one, so... <laughs> <laughs> you gave the hit and the answer. <laughs> cool, man. Appreciate that. He likes yeah. So, Derek, I, what? I, you like it, Nick? I do like it. How do you like Marty's yeah. white stuff all over your car? Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> so, I knew that was coming. Is oh, jeez. Hey, go touch his white stuff on your car. Quick. Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> Nick, 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 rub your hands. Now rub your hands in the... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> That's the way to do it, baby. That's oh, no. Oh, oh Nick. God. Nick. Nick. Oh, God. He was like, mm, delicious. <laughs> you better win first. You better win first prize of that car show you're going to. Yeah, you a lot of firsts tonight on the podcast. Definitely. Hey, thanks for the love, man. So, Derek, what'd you eat? That's a lot of love. That's a lot of love. I'm grateful. Oh, it was uh, so they had they had gone to uh, it went to McDonald's and got like 20 cheeseburgers, and I said, oh, hey, wow. get, get me two, get me because it was like it was a thing at work, so they got me two. So and it wasn't just like you and a buddy, and it was a that makes a bit a, more sense. Yeah. So somebody and somebody was like, oh, there's nothing left, so they threw that shit in the trash, and I came in and go like, whoa, where's my food? Oh, I would. And I'm looking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, and I'm, yeah, I'm still and I'm looking, I'm looking around. It's like garbage anyway, so you might as well. Yeah, I open up the garbage can, and there was some stuff on top of it. I reach down, grab the bag, open it up, and everyone's like, "That's disgusting." I'm like, "Guys, it's in a bag, in a wrapper. It's okay." Open it up and ate it, and then people were staring at me like I was crazy. I was like, "Guys, it's like it's like if a Starburst Wait, falls on the ground." Soap that was on top. Of it. <laughs> That's the case. Marty. Okay, what about this? What about this one? All right. Okay. Somebody ate part of yours and no. put it in there, and that's all you could have eaten was somebody had taken a bite out of it. 
O... Acho que o Threshold. Uh, it. No, it like a <laughs> yeah, wait, no, no, DJ's right. It, who, it, was it, it, who took a bite? Who was it? Who was it? You don't yeah, know. who was it that took a bite? You don't know. Depends who it was. Yeah, oh. You don't know. That, that means a lot. That's mm. But if, it's, if they don't know, not happening. Yeah, no. If someone... you don't know them, it's out. I'm out. But if they say, Cody took a bite. <laughs> Cody, I'm sorry. Right? I love you. <laughs> I know you too well. You know what I mean? So I'm, I, I, I don't know. We're both at the same time. Oh, God. Hey, Cody, bring the camera around real quick, please. Just like a, a one brief scan of your room. Real quick, go now. Man, Is you, are you? He's... <laughs> Oh god, yeah. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, still no yeah. comment. All right. So wait, what? Right. Hey, Cody. Uh, <laughs> what would you do? I'm not. <laughs> if it was DJ. Yeah. Oh, I'd eat it. Yeah, you know yeah. what Mouse is doing. <laughs> Golly. Oh shit. <laughs> He's a pretty clean guy. I wouldn't bother me. <laughs> Cody, what if it Cody, what if it was Marty? What would you do? I don't know sometimes. <laughs> oh god. Depends on that time of the year. Yeah. Oh god. He's like mm -mm. springtime. Now, now, now would you something the about person. the springtime, you know? <laughs> that the now would you that's when the sun has come out. Would you cut would you cut the bite piece off and then Ooh. eat the part that hasn't been? Ooh. Would would that be okay? All day. If I'm not eating, I'm not eating. All day. All day. No rippling? Okay, well. Oh, yeah, but just cut the half. Nah. Yeah, but yeah just cut it. Cut that part off. Mm. Still eat it. Who Depends what it is, it? though, too. Who's eating it? Are you eating it? All right, I'm eating it. I'm eating it. Nah, I'd probably eat it still. Oh, yeah, if I, I got home from the bar, you got home from the bar, it's know, like, right? man. You get home from the bar. Listen, you got enough alcohol, I need to kill whatever. It's all right, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you got home, you're like, it's 2 a.m., <laughs> everything's closed. Like, oh, well, I need some of this. I might eat something else. All day long. Oh, I like Marty's. Crackers. I probably right. warm the microwave. No. Yeah, no, he's right. He warmed that shit up. Kills everything. There you go. Just nuke it. That's my <laughs> Done deal. Hell, I find shit in the Jeep from like two days ago, and I'm going to nuke oh. it. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. Marty, don't you, but don't you keep the top open on your Jeep, though? Like the door is never on? Yeah. So it's like a natural warmer all the time. <laughs> a natural warmer. I mean, it's like going to Quick Trip, you know, at three in the afternoon when they're still yeah. Sandwiches out. And it know, says, oh wait, no, he's <laughs> no, he's right. You get those. It's like going to Seven Eleven. You get those hot dogs that have been spinning all day. It's like <laughs> it's like you go there. The taquitos, yo, Tyler, the taquitos. My buddy eats those things. I'm like, bro, you're gonna die. Stop eating those taquitos. <laughs> those shits. The shit's been rolling for like four hours, and he just eats it. I'm like, I'm sure that's not healthy for you. Uh, Mad TV skit. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Tyler, so Hold how's on. the clothing line? How's everything going? Good. It's growing. It's actually the last two weeks, I'd say I'd had more sales than I had in like the last month. So Ooh. why do you part think that, that is? is due to the fact that I took like a month off from detailing and, and the shine freak apparel stuff all together. I, I had some personal stuff with the baby going on. So I took like a month off from detailing in, in the whole nine yards. And then the last two weeks, just everything kind of, I don't know, jumped right back into it. So it's good. How's the ba- everything's good. Baby's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's much better. He, so he actually had open heart surgery. Um, oh, a month ago. It was crazy. That's not, um, oh my God. So he's, he's doing much better, you know, it's, okay. it's like, he but still bounced back like right after that. So it was, it was a crazy time, crazy couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, thankfully, I mean, God bless. He's, he's doing very well now. So couldn't ask for anything more. Oh, not at all. Yeah. Good to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. So, talk to us about the new shirt. Show it to it. Show it off. Uh, so that one. I'm behind on the clothing stuff. That's just kind of. I sold it as like a fall collection. It's kind of orangey, black. The the bleach dye. Um, I'm working on a long sleeve right now for Shine Freak stuff. I have. What else? I have the same other the C10 shirt, the the invoice style T-shirt still. Um, so it's it's definitely growing. You know, I just got to balance my time between detailing cars and making new designs. You know, right? We totally get it. We love the hustle. We love the hustle yeah. and the climb. Yeah. Uh, I I know DJ won't wear one, but if you do a beanie, bro, I'm your guy. Your beanie guy. I'll, I'll wear a beanie. If, I'll do a beanie if you get one I'll too. Me too. I'll do a uh, you get yeah. beanie or you do the if you do the skull caps too. Yeah, I, I had the leather patch hats now, the embroidery hats, and I was gonna think for like winter stuff, beanies. Yeah, I'll do a beanie if you get one. Beanies and hoodies, DJ. Just are I'll you doing? Oh, hoodie, hoodie. beanies, well, hoodies, and hoodie? skull caps. You're you're doing. Ho- that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. Hoodies are – I would say hoodies are definitely a must, right? Yeah, hoodies. Yeah, so I have – It's the season. Hey, Cody, different oh. hoodie, man. I know you got yours on now, but that's not what we're talking about. No, he took it off. <laughs> you need to put Wait, a what? new one on after the, after the thing. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cody, turn the camera real quick. Go. Just, just turn the camera. Real quick, go. Just turn the camera. Oh. Turn the camera. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> he thinks, yo, he's. You're, Where'd it go? Oh, he's at. He's got. He's at his house. I mean, it was off for a while, you know. I mean, yeah. what are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Is this Vegas, Florida? What are we talking about here? <laughs> I mean, you live in like Vegas every day, bro. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, you have no idea, guys. This guy's the guy at Oklahoma. Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> uh, All right, so Tyler, if you do a hoodie, what are you gonna do? So I don't know if I'm gonna redo this design. I sold out of these. Support your local shine freak. I don't know if I'm oh, gonna do that. And it has the, the box logo on the front. Or a new design. I'm pulsed up whether I want to do a new collection <laughs> or a repeat of that same hoodie. I'm not sure yet. So we'll see. Yeah, let me know. 
Well, then when the hats come out, I'll, I'll definitely, I got to pick one of those up. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. No hey, problem. So, Cody, <laughs> yep. any crazy shit happen lately, bro? <laughs> yeah, funny you ask. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I've pulled off a pretty huge job on a Ferrari, uh, a, or just a 430, special, some special edition 430 Ferrari. Took forever for the guy to bring this car to my shop. I finally get him to bring the car to the shop. Uh, I do the full correction and coating on this car. I had the car for, uh, I don't know, three, four days. I'm supposed to meet with him over the week or Friday to meet him to get the car. He was like, oh, man, I'm a little busy. I'm going to wait to pick the car up. I was like, cool. Well, he calls me Saturday, and I, it was like seven. It was pretty late. And he said he was just going to meet me Monday, so I didn't know what he was calling for, so I didn't answer it. <laughs> and then Sunday morning, I wake up with a phone call that the guy <laughs> died. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, not funny, but he's a good customer. Wait, Tyler, did you hear that? Tyler, did you hear that? Tyler, Tyler. Okay, hold on, hold on. Cody, one more time. Cody, one more time, one more time. Long story short, I pulled off this job that I've been trying to get for a long time. It's a Ferrari. This guy is really crazy about bringing his car to the shop. I finally get him to bring the car to my shop. And I get the car done Friday, and he, he was a little busy Friday, and he was like, how about I just pick the car up Monday? And I was like, cool. Well, he calls me at like 7.30 on a Saturday. I'm already drinking, and I was gone, so I didn't answer the phone call. Then I get a phone call Sunday morning that the guy Cody, Cody died in a motorcycle accident. So I have a 430 Ferrari in my shop. <laughs> you drive it. Correction and coding it right? on. No, no, oh, no. But you put an automatic, you put an automatic garage fee hold. Oh, yeah. Boy, I mean, I get it. He died, but I mean, that's a legitimate say. question. Right? So he's fucking gone. I get it. <laughs> like, you got to be sentimental about this guy. But legitimate question. He's got money. As a detailer, do you then put – you don't know how long you're going to have this car. It's a liability yeah. now at I'm, your expense I, I of insurance. So, wait, wait, That's wait, what I'm wait. You've got a massive liability. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm not that it's like, oh, you know, he died. But do you start – there's plenty of shops, right? Whether it's mechanic shops, dent shops, every other shop would not have a problem. I would think more how they would have thrown a five hundred dollar. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. My question was like, how would you, you give it back to the wife? Or on the BA Expressway. How do, does his wife even know you have it? I don't know. Have you gotten a call or anything, or is the car just sitting in your shop? I'm gonna. I'm sure. I'm. I don't know. Who I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, a mutual, a guy that knew I was friends with him. Like, oh my god! About you you already did drive it. Wait, I can't. What'd you say, DJ? You, so you found out. Did you, you drive it already? Yeah, I found out through somebody else that told me like the next morning he had died. Okay. Was the guy married? <sighs> he had a girlfriend. <laughs> oh. You're gonna have to find. Well, oh, it's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not sure somebody's take, gonna okay, come looking it's for. It's more of a question of like charge them. Yeah. Or do I give it back to them? It's not a, I'm not trying to keep the car. No, no, of course not. I, a, I'm yeah, that is. No, but what would car around? But I'm not joking. You should start putting a line item every day when you clock out. I know that. I'm more worried right now about if they do. I just offer to give it back because I know how much traumatic 
shit they're going through because if the girlfriend hears how much I'm charging them for this coding correction, because I did the uh, wheels off everything, she's fault. gonna be like, that's what that's why I started. That's yeah, why yeah, I went straight there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so like you didn't know. You didn't know. It's also not her car. This vehicle picked up so paid. Wes is right. It's not her car. Listen, you haven't it's heard her, from your it's, customer. It's not her car. You you should send you your customer know, a text. Your you have no idea. Yeah, send your customer a text yeah, and be she, like, hey, listen, you know, I haven't heard from you. Your car's now got a storage key. Yeah, <laughs> and if somebody yeah, responds to you, then cool. If not, you just start yeah. tack, tacking on storage fees. Yeah. You're not even having a phone. <laughs> or the easy way to get it out. The easy way to get it out would be. I'm since trying you, to handle since, it, and I like the guy and every like. I don't want to. I'm trying to make it less. He is. He's going awkward. stressful. Yeah, that is a little awkward. Like I don't want to be like text the wife like, "Hey, you owe me a lot of money for cleaning your husband or her boyfriend's car." And she and then she texts back, "Oh wait, he died." <laughs> When I used to work for a Sprint, I had a guy whose uh, daughter died, and then he tried to come in and pay the bill. And it's like, bro, like you're not the account holder. I can't help you. And it's like awkward oh, as hell because she, she's wearing like the, the daughter that like the girl had gotten shot, and they saw her get killed. And she was wearing like, you know, sunglasses because she was crying. And I had to explain to him, I'm sorry, you can't pay the bill because you're not the account holder because the account holder died. And it's like, uh, like, and I looked at my manager like, bro, like what? But there's like a, there's like a, you know, they have, there's a certain thing they have to do to get a death certificate and all that stuff. But it was awkward as hell. Like, and you want to, like, it's one of those things where like, you want to be like, oh yeah, sure. No problem. But like, you can't, it's just really weird. Yeah. It's, it's a. Uh, no, I'm just saying that, that car, that car legally belongs to whoever, whoever the successor is. So yeah, his estate goes to that's who Connecticut. it belongs to. So I yeah. wouldn't let it go to anybody who doesn't have some kind of, you know, proof of will or some kind yeah. of something like that. Paperwork and well, stuff. I did, yeah, I did the guys, I did his Lamborghini. So his, I've seen the girlfriend before. That's how I know he has a girlfriend. Because here's, Cody, here's Cody. What's going to happen is. You're gonna have people coming out of the woodwork wanting that car. Like, hey, I'll pay for these. But the thing is, I don't okay, so, li so listen, so you, you you reach out to like dad, mom, brother, sister, whatever, but they have to have like, I, I don't, maybe you even cons I don't even know if you consult a lawyer, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I would do. Now, but the reason why I'm saying don't do that is because Cody has a shot. Like, you don't want to pull this car in and out every single. You want to get that shit out. You want to get paid for it. Get out. Get it out of your car. Get it, get away, get it out of there. You don't want a Ferrari every day in your shop. Like here it is, here yeah, it is. Pull it in, no. pull it out, pull it in, pull it out, pull yeah, it in, pull yeah, it out. Yeah, you're tacking on, board, you're right? tacking on storage fees. But Cody wants to get the car to the shop, right? You're, yeah. you're done with it. You've done the work. You want to put more work there. Yeah. You store more work there. It's one spot you're not getting work, so you can do a storage fee. But that storage fee is not going to outweigh the fee of the other vehicle being in the shop. A new customer. So you're trying to figure out the way to get it out of your shop. I'm sure because he's a big car guy. I'm sure for his funeral, they're going to be like, want to take his cars to his funeral or something, maybe. I, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to figure out where it's gone. And they're going to know because I detailed his Lamborghini just last week and posted about it. So I'm sure. I don't know. Tyler, I mean, I, it. Uh, I don't so, know. Cody, what's your question? 
I mean, I think you started I just talking know how, about how it, and I think everybody mostly, else started jumping in with like, oh, la, 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 la. Yeah. It's my biggest question, <laughs> not question? About, was not about who to give it to. It was about do I charge the girlfriend or whoever, or do I just kind of like let them have it back? No, no, that no, was no, no. my you dilemma. Get your money. Uh, you got to get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get paid. Line, you yeah, you got to get paid. And you, get Somebody you did the work. Which is what he's saying. Because you did the work. Well, I don't I'm care just saying, who like, listen, you're, you're, a, you're a business, and DJ just exactly right. Like, there's a lot of work to move that car in and out. Yeah, I mean, I got – it's all – I can I call it my showroom floor side where I just let cars that are coated sit. It's not okay. really in the – but it's in the way, kind it's of. It's in the way. Either way, it's, it doesn't matter. You, you could charge $5. I don't care what you charge. I'm just saying the process that a dent shop – if you go over to, if you go over to Hourglass, right? Go ask Chris what he would do, right? Go. I just want to do the right thing. I, I, I no, do. I get it. That's why I'm saying, go. You know, Chris. We know Chris. Like, or go ask some of the different body shop people that you know. Go ask what they would do, right? They yeah. would immediately send a message, try and get in contact with the customer, and say your vehicle's ready. And then, hey. We've got a storage. Well, he died in a motorcycle accident, so I'm sure his phone's trash. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and that's not that's not you're that. you're 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 jumping into stuff that because you know as a person. Yeah. I'm literally just talking about what another business would do, which is yeah. why I'm saying this is what you should do as a business. Right. A body shop would immediately contact the customer. Hey, your car's ready. It's now Wednesday. You could even say, listen. You told me on such and such day that you wanted to come get it. It's been ready. Like you send that message tomorrow. We're yes. now asking where you're at and when you're going to come get your vehicle. Your services have been rendered and you have a storage fee every day for your vehicle. Well, the real issue right. is, is. I mean, that's that's what, right? Is that not what every other shop, like a body shop? A, body shop would do that. Definitely do that. Yeah. It's an expensive car. And if you release it to somebody who doesn't have a right to have it, like his girlfriend, you, right? You can't yeah, do that you either. Could. Girlfriend has a right to have it. Yeah, they've got to come. Yeah. With so, I mean, once they tell you, they have well, once this, once somebody communicates to you that that person has died, then you can move. Well, no. Then you say, okay. Well, I need the death certificate. Death I need certificate. The proper yes. Paperwork for me to release the vehicle to you. Listen. Now I feel like that's being kind of like a stick in the ass for some. No, 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 that's oh, no, not, no, no, that's protecting, that's protecting your ass, man. The three hundred thousand dollar car, I'd want to have all that paperwork and be like, bro, you get all that shit in, and then here's a car, and if anything happens, it's like, you know what? Prove the guy died. Yeah. It's not my car. It's just the person the that had it. Yeah. yeah. That's because scary, let's though. say you give yeah. it to the then girlfriend. The let's say you give it to the girlfriend, and let's say somebody it. else. Let's say the state goes. In a, in a lawsuit later because I she takes the car and goes to meet somebody and goes, does this, or like, let's say she does something, the state comes back and goes, hey, why do you even have the vehicle? Oh, well, that guy mm. over the, the, the detail shop gave it to me. Good point. Or the guy, that's or scary, the guy though. His will, says, hey, I'd like my car. Wants that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that too. He right? told me he was bringing it to your shop. Where's my car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. That's I'm thinking situation. somebody, I'm, I'm thinking the person that it actually belongs to now legally will probably try to come, like he said, 
It's probably going to come looking for it because it's okay, a but big right, asset. Have you, have you, Cody, Cody, have you as a company sent a message to the car owner asking him to come pick up his car? We've talked verbally Friday. Damn, you have to do we that. We scheduled a pickup you for Monday. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, and it's so Wednesday, no. yeah. So the answer is no. Like right now. From Monday, yeah, text, Tuesday, from and Wednesday, you haven't communicated to the customer. I texted, well, okay, there is text from Friday where we communicated and I was letting him know the Ferrari was out. And then he called me again Friday and we talked and I, he was like, well, I'll come get it Monday. But then he called me at seven on Saturday and I guess that was before he died on his bike. I don't know. I get it, man. It's a tough situation. I would like. We're talking business. You, well, yeah, now it's business. Yeah, like yeah. now yeah. you have to. Yeah. Pure, yeah. pure one has pure to. Pure one, yeah, has to. Yeah. Hey, your vehicle's ready. Hey, Here's a voicemail. We yeah. haven't heard message. from you. There you go. Right. Better, better way to do it. Let's, okay, let's. We haven't heard from you. Hey, it's Cody with Pure One. Our we last conversation, you. you were going to come we're pick up your car. How this car is going to get picked up. Wow. Yeah. Per our conversation Saturday. We want to know how this car is going to get picked up and paid for, period. Right. We, as a company, want to know how this car is going to get picked up and paid for, period. It's going to that, be an uh, interesting situation to say. Well, yeah, but the Texas thing, yeah. it's, 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 well, it's in business, black and white. But as a business, you got to do that. And you know you're not going to get a response back from him, obviously. That's sadly right. to say, but you know you're not. But at least, like, as a business, you reached out to the client and said, hey, your vehicle's done. How do I get paid? And you pick it up. All right, yeah. interesting question. You got that, that, paper, that paper trail. You got that paper trail. Ball. I want to throw a curveball. Let's say he didn't die. And you still haven't heard from him. Right. I'm texting. It is hearsay. Right? Yeah, it is. It's hearsay at this point. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I've seen, I looked it up because I we, – we, we, we know it's Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, look at the butt. Let's just say he didn't die. Right. You don't read the news. All you do is hear somebody say, yeah, whatever. Mm. You didn't know he's dead. He's just a customer. That, yeah. He's just a customer that hasn't reached back. Like, what would you have done? You would have communicated to him on Monday morning, or would you have waited this long? Yeah. Right. Bottom line is, your responsibility is to get that car out of your shop because it's a liability for your shop. The liability if someone drops something on it, hurts it, damages it, whatever the case may be. Right. Great question, man. It's oh, yeah. it's real. Yeah, that's fucking real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a really good question, Cody. Oh hey, my that, god. That was John chiming in. Hey John. I feel way better about my door ding now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I thought about it happening years ago. I was like, I wonder what would happen. And then it actually happened with one of the, one of a, a damn pretty damn expensive car and i'm like well oh this is weird what are the what are the odds like yeah and uh, and he uh and it felt even more weird because i didn't answer his call saturday night but i thought he was just calling to talk and i didn't really feel like talking so because he knows oh i don't i don't work saterday so we both have weird yeah. ferrari look yeah uh -oh, I didn't even know. <laughs> know it was him calling you. I didn't even know it was somebody else trying to reach out for you. Yeah. Uh, do you have any guarantee that I was him personally calling you or was somebody else trying to communicate to the number that I have from you? On Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, the last Oh, because he died at like he died leaving uh like at one AM. I read the the obituary stuff or whatever. He he died leaving like late at night riding with a buddy. 
Damn, that's tough. Oh, I mean, if you want to be kind of kind, you can offer some discounting in, in, you know, because yeah. you die. But honestly, it's like they say, you have an expensive car, it would be nice to pick it up. Yeah, no being that liability. But yeah. But see, the, the bottom line is, is you're, you're thinking on the personal level, and this is a car that could literally stop your business in all legal form if someone yep. really wanted to be nasty about it. It could stop your business in every aspect. Get that car, get the forms, get whatever you have to do to make the process first. You make the, the, the first communication first, because if you don't, I mean, I had the same situation happen with the motorcycle and oh. it got turned over to the family and basically a year later i finally got paid after someone decided that they owed me money that was it, the other thing i was going to say for, what do we think how long is it going to take you to get paid because right now it's got to go to if he's got that kind of money it's got to go to like a an estate or something right? an estate or something yeah yeah so, so I figured you, I would drop the here's, price here's down a where question. it wasn't enough to like smoke Here's a question for Paul. Paul, nah. Paul, hold on. Paul, does does the girlfriend come in and slide a credit card and take the car? Yeah. You know, I would not. I would not do that. I wouldn't do that. I, nah. I, I'd look online and probate, and I find. Out I could do cash, and so it's no paper trail. Yeah, do <laughs> Does that even matter? <laughs> oh no, Cody. Now you can't have <laughs> <in> that situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can out of sight, out of mind if you want to. What Ferrari? I don't know what the fuck you. you're talking about. No, but that's probably, legit, that's probably legit advice. You know, if it's a... If it's come a back and get you. Car, maybe, but if it's a $200,000 car, no. I mean, you know, you have to know where, where the title is from. That's going to be in his will or his, you know, uh, trust. What about, like, act, like, re, like, actual family member, like a mother or father? I would, That's more doable. I wouldn't release it to anybody but the executor of the estate. Yeah. I mean, yep. honestly. Is, yeah. Bingo. I mean, kinda, I mean that's, the, that's the most legal way to do it. And yeah. tack, like Marty said, tack on your fees. Because they're going to pay. Absolutely. They're going to pay. Yeah, you, might, you, might, you, might, you might make a shit ton of money on this if you're patient, really. Yeah, yeah you might, it might be if a while, you, though. If you feel guilty about the guy because you know him and you're like, listen, yeah. I'm only going to charge 100 bucks a day. Yeah. Cool. hundred bucks yeah. is fair. Yeah. That's you amazing. Even if it's not in your way and you have plenty of storage for space, think of how many times, you know, you're going to wipe it once a day just in case somebody does come in you want it, you know, don't want dust settling on it or anything like that, you know, right. just your time and whatever you're going to do just to walk by it. Yep. Yeah. I would, I would reach out to the executive. What do you think? What do you want to do? What, how do you feel about what will you do? I, uh, I was going to give it a couple of days for the family to kind of like, like, uh, get over like, just all the crazy shit going on and then reach out, find someone, search his name and find someone on and reach out to, I know, I know mutual friends of his that I actually trust that I'm going to reach out to them and be like, Hey, I actually have the car and yep. I trust these guys and, and let them know to contact some of their family. If he has a Ferrari and a Lamborghini, his executor is an attorney. It's not a family. Member. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm thinking that yeah. if you know some of his close friends, you're going to be able to somehow get in contact yeah. with who's in charge of his estate. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna get. I can track and, it down. I just was waiting. I didn't want to be like in yeah. their face right after this shit just happened when they just they're just now like it just happened Saturday. It was say Wednesday. 
I right. plan on getting, I plan on getting a hold of you him know. today, but today was crazy. So, but I was just you know be. You don't want to be that guy like, hey, I know your friend just died, but he owes me some money. Yeah, and they're going to be like, over cleaning his car, you want us to give you this? Uh, that's why I was like, I'll just wait and be nice and really cool and talk to the friend first, and maybe they can let them know so they understand. And then before they talk to me and let them know there's a, you know, that I grammar coded this bill. car. <laughs> yeah, it's a bill, yeah. Yeah. And most people don't understand, you know, like when you do a full correction on a exotic car, it's not the cheapest thing in the world. They're like, you did what? <laughs> For how much? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a lot. It's a lot you weird. stored it for three and a half months? <laughs> well, thanks, Cody. Appreciate it. Woo! <laughs> Kept looking perfect. <laughs> you guys are 120,000 miles on this. <laughs> 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 I got this buddy DJ. Can't want to come over and drive us. So oh, like, Cody. <laughs> Where all these mystery miles come from? Hey, hey, Paul, do you remember back in the day this movie called Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I knew exactly. Oh, God. Get that bitch in reverse and call it a day. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, Cody, I'm going to head over. Wipe it down with a Well, let's not do that after. Let's do it during the day when you're not drinking. True, 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 true. What kind of fry is it? It's a... 488. And plus, I don't it's know if you want course. to be where Cody's at right now. It's, it's Cody's like I think it's a <laughs> – I think it's a – 4.38, he said. No, she's gone. Yeah. She's gone. That's where or, I think it's a 4.58 challenge, some weird challenge, right. special edition challenge or track car or something. Woo. Oh, 4.58. I, I thought you said a 4.38. I was about to say that you're talking about early 2000s, late 90s. Four, it's, five, a four, eight. it's a 4.58, yeah. but it's a I – don't, I don't know. I don't know Ferraris very well. All right, Paul's leaving. Right, I'm leaving. Good to see you. Good to see you, Paul. Good to see you. Guys, take care. Nice to see you, Paul. See you all later, man. Ooh. Okay. Nice car. All right. Hey, hey Mark. What's going on, man? Good morning. Everything good? Who's he asking? No, I was just saying what's going on. Everything good? What are you drinking tonight? I had a back and plate come loose on a four five eight once. <laughs> I've uh, on a on a four on a four thirty we were pulling paint film and pulled the paint off the bumper. Yeah, I did the same thing. Holy shit. <laughs> a black I had a, <laughs> I had a I had a pad fly off on a it's not a nice car but it's a Nissan uh I felt, the, vib I felt the vibration and lifted up real quick. Yeah. It yeah, it happened to me one time. It came loose. Yeah. Mm. That only uh Wes, it only happened to me in my um my brother's car. I was doing it and I, I blew, felt it and I pulled I pulled it off. I that shit. Yeah, my uh on my when I my first uh, backing plate on my uh Grios, my the boss, uh my, my first boss I had. The shit broke and it pat the back and play just fell down. And I was just like, "Well, gotta get a new one." <laughs> like, <laughs> has anyone played with the paint on the new uh, C H yet? I've, no. I've not yet. I've only I've seen I've only seen three driving around, but not yet. Oh, is that the new vet? Yeah, the new yeah. Corvette. Yeah. yeah. You guys like it? I heard the paint got better. I heard it's uh, you guys like the look of it though, like uh, I do, yes. I do. You guys it's, it's garbage to me. 
Well, I think there's so trash. I, I think from a detail, I think there's too many like weird angles I, on I've it. I've been up on one, honestly. I've, we've never detailed one, like, honestly, in our company. Like, I figured you had by now. No, we haven't, but they look like garbage. Oh, look, yeah, look, yeah, look, look, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Uh, look at that guy's home bar now. He's going I think, I think. One detail. I think the uh, I think the interior is a bit much though with the whole like, like when you get inside. It's like a cockpit. I, I feel like it's just, there's too much around Literally. you. I feel like you you get in, you're like, oh shit, like it's just too much. It's not hey, open. We're talking about that Tesla shit, man. They're getting after it, bro. Are you gonna defend your Tesla? <laughs> he got so close. <laughs> he got so close. You're like Tesla. Excuse hey, me, Nick. Like, Nick, we didn't get the Tesla truck. <laughs> We didn't get the Tesla what? truck, but apparently we're going to get a Tesla uh, in Broken Arrow. We're getting a Tesla release center. Oh, or service Ooh. center. A service Sounds center like a brothel. Center or, or what? A, bro- it's <laughs> a brothel. Listen, Nick, that's all I was told. I was, in a, to come release. I was in a dealership the other day. And oh, they were talking shit. about people that were leaving because Tesla was going to pay them better and going to give them benefits and stuff. Okay. And they made it sound like it was a, it was like a place to come pick up your car. Uh, like okay, a, so that that would probably be like a, a delivery location or delivery a, release, delivery, release, or, or or delivery hub. Um, yes. That, that yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. That wouldn't Three minutes away. Because we're we're planning on on getting several other locations. Like, uh, I think we're gonna get like maybe one or two more in Tennessee, but who knows? Like. We're always expanding. That's as far as I know that, you know, we're always getting new stores and stuff like that. So if something comes up in Broken Arrow, I mean, I'm sure that that's probably a pretty good place for it to be. Um, I know Broken Arrow as um, I was in high school marching band and broke the Broken Arrow High School. They had like the best freaking marching well, me band too. Like, in the one country. Of the top. Nick, you listen. Were, yeah, you were, you were Nick, the top. Nick, keep talking about Broken Arrow and keep talking about how BA dominated the Redskins. Just Who fucking always shit, talk dude? About that. Oh. <laughs> no, way. Dude, no way. Just always talk about that. Dude, dude. Union <laughs> sucks. Broken Arrow kills. Bullshit. Are, are you BA dominated Arrow? everything? <laughs> you know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're fuck you. That's not even. VA <laughs> dominated oh, everything, man. That's they fucking garbage, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, your fucking theory on high school fucking shit we should Whoa. be arguing about is fucking garbage. Whoa. <laughs> hey, you're in the feelings so right now. I know. <laughs> DJ, how many football games did you go to? How many basketball games? How many anything did you go to? It doesn't matter. But you, you, can't, you can't say Broken Arrow is better than Union, though. Like. Broken Arrow is better than everything. Cody, come on, like <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> we are you in high school football? No, we're not. Uh, not anymore. Is this high school football? At all. It was. I just no high school football. Yeah. Broken Arrow is not anywhere. There's the some rivalries. Anymore. There's some rivalries in town. And I just oh, yeah. had to go for it, man. And I, I went for it, and it got there. I had to. I didn't go to Brooklyn. Dude, I don't care this is Oklahoma stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, Oklahoma, yeah. Arrow, yo, I yo, so I, I got a little love story for Broken Arrow. So, like, I had a special place in my heart, a special place in my heart for them. Because we, we competed at Bands of America, like Grand National, fine. Um, oh, we did, and, too. I mean, several years. And Broken Arrow, I mean, they were always, like, top four always 
and my school, Franklin High you, School. Um, I don't remember. But Franklin, my high school, Franklin High School, we, our goal was to get into finals period, which was top 12. Brook and Arrow was top like four all the time. And my school, I, I don't think we've, we've gotten it ever so far, but we got 13th in 2015, which is my last year. And Broken Arrow, like, their kids would come up to us and say, like, yo, I love your show. It was so amazing. Like, how do you guys do that? And I, I was so humbled because, like, these guys were number one, two, three, or four every single year. They were always top four, if not the winners. Nick, so what year did you graduate? What year did you graduate, graduate Franklin High School? I graduated in 16. Whoa. Oh God. oh, God. I was about to say, maybe we had something oh, in common. God. I went to McGavick. I'm old. I was in I, band. We got 13th in the nation in 2015, and it pissed me the hell off because 12th place got a 12th place, as in the last in finals of Bands of America or Grand Nationals, got a lower score than us in 13th place, and we didn't make finals. And that. Mm, mm. Nick, what'd you play? We got more in common. Yeah, Nick, Nick, what'd you play? (laughs) So, in regular band, I was uh, saxophone. In marching band, I was in the front ensemble, and I played piano. I don't don't know what that is. What's stand-up? I said in front ensemble, which is like the people in the front that played like saxophones, marimbas, glocks, and pianos, and some drums, stuff like that. It's like an auxiliary percussion. What? Wait, wait, hey, Nick, you have, you have one of those walking pianos? Hang out, what'd you say? No, God, no. The, the front ensemble in marching band <laughs> stays stationary, <laughs> and they, they play instruments like where they stand. <laughs> Wesley, what'd you say? What did I say when? <laughs> what? 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 Oh, Cody say it? What did Cody say? I said, was DJ a a cheerleader in high school I couldn't remember. <laughs> 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 I was like no, a smart motherfucker, all right? <laughs> <laughs> he was strong and Listen. held the girls up. He looked underneath their skirts and shit. Listen, they didn't have enough ass for him, man. I'm telling you, not enough ass. Not at Union back in 2007. Uh, No, sir. What is going on nowadays? Man. What are they feeding these girls? Dude, I'm telling you, it's so No. Marty, I've I've been saying the same shit for years as that goddamn milk. I was saying that shit. No, it's that shit. No, no, my my friend Matt was the fuck was like a fucking middle school teacher. I'm sorry. No, he's no. Never had asses like this. No, they didn't. Not like not like now. Over the past, they've been growing. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. My buddy was like in a middle school, and we're standing there in a mall, and all of a sudden I hear, "Oh, hey, sir!" He gives a hug. I go, "Oh, man, how is that girl?" He goes, "Dad, that girl's fourteen years old." I go, "What?" (laughs) I'm like looking around, like I'm like I'm like this girl's like the girl's like she's eighteen. I'm like, we gotta get out of here. Nah, we gotta leave, bro. I blame it on Instagram. They go they go to bed and do squats before they go to bed. Yeah, back, in the 90s, back in the 90s, no. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Wesley, what's, been been what's happening this week? Any crazy stories this week? Me? Hopefully not. 
Hey, yo, Marty, quick question, man. So, hyperclean phobic, that ceramic topper, is it able to be used on any coating, or is it just specific to, like, CC-105 or YWAX or any of those? Oh, yeah, no, I, I would throw it in the category of all general water-based protectants. So, can, any, it, play, any can, can it replace carpal reload and be just as good? Well... I mean, I'm not going to compare it to another product. Uh, okay. I know Reload. There's no ceramic in it. Yeah, Reload contains 5% uh, ceramic. I would. Right. That's it. Reload's its own little niche product. I would say Phobic is more like Bead Maker and those style. Okay. Or yeah. any of those, like, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to. Uh, but, you know, do you, guys see, do you see Bring nonstop? Clean. Do you do you see the uh, all the different people that are doing all those videos now with the little small spray bottles and they're spraying the paint? And there's 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 probably about five or six of those companies now that are heavily marketing. Okay, I hate that crap. But you know what, what I'm talking is about? The, I would what, say those are the all the same. Shine armor. Shine armor. Oh, shine armor. Oh, my God. It's just Pearl. It's just Pearl Nano's crap. Just, it's just Pearl Nano's spray thing. Spray, yeah. Yo, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's Pearl Nano's. They took their, their speed coat, and then now they're selling it as shine armor. You can buy that shit at a shop right near me, that grocery store. Yo. So what what is the main protectant in phobic? Is it a ceramic? Is it a polymer? Is it what? No, there's it's a polymer. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't claim that as a ceramic. Uh, Okay. You you know, even though a company like an ECP, uh, they put ceramic spray, but there's no ceramic actually in it. There's no SiO2. So there's a lot of similar that most any of those liquid sprays. If they say drying aid or you know use afterwards or as a topper most any of those are all going to be water-based protectants okay what about graphite graphite or whatever listen i listen i've tried a couple of them uh, a couple of this so uh i mean i don't know i mean of course you guys all seen the damn videos and stuff they're coming out uh, with all this graphene crap now, I mean, like, they even had like the damn chemists, like all these companies are like, oh, we're gonna have the chemist come on and he's gonna talk about it. And most of them are just, you know, graphene oxide and this and that, and there's only a certain amount of percentage of them in it. I mean, I mean, they even prove that most of them it does they don't really help with the water spotting, or they help with like, you know, oh, it's supposed to make the, the surface temperature a little lower, and then they did tests and it's not. But then the chemist is like, oh, well, that's because they're testing on like a metal panel. We tested it on this. Like, I don't know. I mean, I have a four or five panels in my truck with it on them, and it's good. But like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not What's sitting there that? saying that ceramic. The, the one thing I'll say about the ceramic coatings versus the graphene coatings is ceramic coatings initially are way slicker. Graphene yeah. coatings have more of a tacky feel. In my opinion, this is my in my opinion. They have a more tacky feel to them. Like when it, the only thing with the graphene coatings is you can do like a whole panel and then buff off with like CC105 or like uh, you got to do like half a panel and then do it. So I don't know. Now it's that, like 
now that Adam went mainstream with that graphite coating, I keep hearing it from customers all the time. I'm like, oh my god, the other one. Like, there's another one. That's what I don't like. Uranos or something. Oh, ethos. Ethos, yeah. That's what that's what Chase Chase got fucking reamed at by that company. Like yeah, yeah, Marty. Yeah, yeah. Marty, he showed me emails from the owner, like about oh. this guy calling him out, saying, "Take this video down, take this video down." I really and I'm like, "One I just had it, super smooth." And I mean, I didn't have a problem. I didn't have a problem with it. I just had a problem with the company being that fucking pissed about it. It's like, bro, like if these if these people are going to use your product and they're allowed to have their own opinion, you don't, you can't sit there and tell someone to take the video down just because you don't like what they had to say. Like I don't is care if, if everyone... a good product that actually fucking works. Not <laughs> you know what the problem was in, in, the, in the video. Have you tried SPS? No, I I've been trying to get the SPS coding, but they like they sent me. So I sent I sent them an email. They emailed me back and then told me because I don't own a shop, I can't get the coding. Basically, it's like, but everybody. Well. But everybody else. Ahead, oh, they, they told me, so they, they uh, emailed me back and said, because I don't have a shop, I can't, I can't use their coding. Well, initially I, I got certified with them back in uh, uh -huh. a year ago and truly I love it. I mean, the graphene detailer is like amazing. The metal oxide, I mean, that's my opinion, you know, but it's, it's amazing. When you say it was like kind of slicker and kind of stacky uh, or tacky, you should try the graphene from uh -huh. them. I mean, I was like you at the beginning, and they just sent me a sample. Here you go, just it by yourself. And right now, I mean, I love it. To be honest, it's so easy to use, so affordable. Like it's it's like all, all in one. To be honest with wow. you. Wow. Wow. So this That's cheaper than people can have. Oh no, it's, I I, I definitely like want to try it. I mean, I've tried some of the titanium ones that are coming out now too, and it's the same thing. They're like really slick, but um, but that's my only problem with the graphene ones. Like initially, they don't feel as slick and then it just takes like a little while and then a lot of like the cure times are higher it's like i don't know how the sps ones are but some of the ones i've used like they'll say oh the vehicle can't get wet for like 48 hours and it's like okay well if do i gotta keep the car do i gotta keep the car for two days or does the customer you tell the customer hey when i when i coach your car you gotta keep it in your garage for two days now and they're like what like I, it's my daily drive or like they drive it once in a while it's like it's it's a little too high for me to go. Okay, fine. Like, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, let me do a source fee. No, I, so I was going to ask the question to DJ and then to everybody else. Like, are is anybody getting customers asking? Not yet. So we're in Tulsa. It'll take a long time and it'll even happen unless not trying to be, unless myself or some other bigger names here, which are pushing it. So the right, but how long did it take for ceramic is ceramics yet to be asked for yes yeah, yeah. I, ceramics I'm, is I'm yeah speaking yeah i was the first company to really promote and, push. and how long ago was that that was like fucking seven years ago <laughs> five, five to seven years ago when do you see i mean as a business owner when do you see the need to bring it in i okay then okay question i wouldn't when the need i don't know yet i haven't looked into it i just started hearing about this thing i've been getting asked a lot about randomly i don't know if there's been ads about uh leathers leather coatings i've been getting asked about that a lot and i'm like i don't know yeah really yeah you're right yeah somebody i had two questions today somebody two really? people asked me yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, companies that make leather coatings <laughs> 
But customers are getting educated, you know. Customers are learning a little bit more. And you got That's what I'm meaning. Like, when, when does the customer start going? Because when did it start happening with ceramics? And how long did it take oh. until the customer started asking? I'm so also, then basically, the, it took a bit. It took a bit. So it goes to, it, it took a little bit. A little bit. It goes to where I go, okay, then as a business owner, yep, you have to. it's still early, and I wouldn't even mess around with graphing yet until you start getting some people asking about it. Right. I don't care right. what some brand or some forum or some detailer or something else. If you as a business owner aren't having customers ask about it yet, it's early. Yeah. And you You're might, not having any you might be, I'm using. I'm not saying you are, but I'm just saying you might be wasting some time and some profit on moving a product too early if you got customers that are still looking for another style of product. It's not broke though. Oh, yeah. Yet. Yeah. You might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even started. I haven't even started off like telling people I had. I've, I've tried it just on stuff in my own personal vehicles, That's but I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, yeah, as long yeah, as you're yeah. not. As long as you're, yeah. There's nothing wrong with trying it as long as you're not interrupting the flow of your revenue. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely not. On your own time, behind the scenes, if you want to, great. Test it out. But not don't interrupt the flow of your revenue to, 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 to test it. Oh, we're doing a new product because then it just causes too much, costs too much time and eats up your profits because you're testing it out and you're, it's not working. And then it, it's like wintertime oh, stuff when you got time. Got <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. Cody's right. Yeah, wintertime stuff. And it, it goes back to what Jason <laughs> was mentioning earlier with the Rupes stuff with the Uno. Like, where's your meat and potatoes? You know, are, are you going with high end coatings or, or you know, the, the daily driver? And, you know, I, I feel like it kind of cuts you out of your ceramic stuff because someone's like, oh, wow, you could offer me this cheap polish and not ceramic coated. It kind of, I don't, I just throw it in with my paint enhancement package where I just, when I do my paint correction, I actually polish it with it and I don't offer it as a separate package. I feel like you're kind of cutting your ceramic. It's so cheap compared to what you would charge this actually ceramic coat. I feel like it's kind of taken away from it, in my opinion. It all depends on how do you present it to, and then I rather be prepared. So when it blooms out, hold on, I just got that really loud noise. Not been there. Adding surface. Yeah, who? Hold on a second. Who's drilling here? Somebody's popping. <laughs> Who's <laughs> who's who's polishing a car here? Like, quiet, <laughs> quiet. I couldn't hear anything y'all were saying. All I could hear was ah, someone was drilling. <laughs> Yo, Marty. Uh, another question. Uh, what is a longer lasting coating? I understand the the Anyo is one year, I think. And then the CC105, what's, what's longer lasting? CC105 or the YWAX coating? What? Oh. CC105. CC105. Yeah. Oh, YWAX, CC. Hey, fair question though, Nick. Uh, when people started to look at, you know, the way our business is structured, I've, I've never taken any branding Ooh. understanding. I haven't taken marketing classes. I didn't get a business degree. So there have been multiple people that have asked, well, why did you do what you did? And I go, well, I literally just created it. I mean, like, and Cody remembers, he was there. Like, DJ's there, like, all right, okay, so we just gave it this name, like, so I could definitely understand that point. Like, how, how do you differentiate the product? So we go, why wax? Because it's so easy to use, why would you wax? So that's sort of the entryest level. Uh -huh. 
Anyo is one to two years. My my idea with that was Anyo. I couldn't do Uno. It's it's funny. So Rupes did Uno Protect, but I was like, I can't do Uno because the card company will get mad at me and that, like there'll be some infringements. So. That's big thinking if you're worried about the card company. You know. Uh, and so I did I did Anyo because that made sense for a year. And I thought maybe mm -hmm. I could get some, you know, certain market share off of having a a certain uh, language in a name. Uh, and then CC 105, we did, I did just because I was going technical. Uh, it was kind of a technical way of putting it as being more of that more higher end, more elite style, you know, coding. So it goes YWAX, Anyo, and then CC 105. Is it is it um, 105 the water contact angle? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Contact. Yeah. Yo, Marcia, How, uh, what's up? How about the white wax? You what? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I said that no. Last time we were in the this meeting, you and I we need to get together to talk about the white wax a little bit. Yeah. From last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been busy, man. I mean, I can reach out to you, but I haven't got it out of my mind. You know, it's something that I'm looking forward to to try. You know, to be in mobile and trying to get like production a little bit. You know, not having the hard time coding under the sun or outside. So I think, like, like I told you, Larry had suggested me about that. So I haven't really looked into it, but I'm interested. It's something that it will be a good option to you know duplicate or make some money. I think Wesley likes it. I think that, Yeah. I did. Uh, I think I did. A, I have a video of me doing Y wax in like the on a black car in like ninety degrees. Nah, no and way. Like yeah, yeah. You, you can do it. I did. It. I mean, it's, you still got to buff off pretty fast, but I was right, able to do it. I was, and, it and it was outside on a black Anyo's Mercedes. Badass. Oh, no, yeah. not on your uh, on your Y wax Y wax. Sorry. I know. I heard you say. Yeah. Well, Anyo's you can do it. You can do it, but you got to be real careful. Yeah, but I, I got, was able to do it. Yeah, mobile. Yeah. If you have I've got a send it to me or something, I'm interested. It's I've got a wash stuff, clay prep white Y-Wax on a F four fifty, a brand new F four fifty this weekend for three hundred bucks. Woo! Not bad. How soon? How soon do you like how fast were you able to put the whole vehicle? Do it pretty quick. Yo, I, I can't uh, do these vehicles, man. I can't do anything bigger than like I don't know. F two fifty is about my match. I'm I'm five foot four. Anything anything that's like okay, good point. But like big vehicles, <laughs> dude. A Model X or like an F F two fifty. You about got me there. I mean, I so I I I hate climbing around ladders and stuff, but it's like you know I, yeah, I, I hate climbing around ladders. Ladder work is the worst, man. These big ass massive travel trailers and RVs, bro. Oh, oh. Woo. Woo. Oh, no. so I'm like, okay. I got right. <laughs> I'm not doing any code like this. I got a big scarred memory. I used to work at a a mobile, not a mobile. I used to work at a a car wash here in uh, in Brentwood, Tennessee, and um, fancy. Huh? Just one day where they where they sent me out to watch. I don't even know it was a wash, but it was a, 
it, it sent me out to, to help detail a RV at an RV park, like 20 miles north of where our location was. They sent yeah. me out, they made me use my own personal car. So I drove up there, 30 minute drive, I drive up there, and we get out. It, it was this off brand spray wax, and we spray waxed this entire RV, like 45 foot RV. Took us maybe four hours, and then this guy goes behind me with like a spray coating. I think it was from IGL at the time. This was in like 2016. Um, but but he he like spray waxed or spray coated this entire RV in. Dude, it was it was a nightmare for me. I drove my my first mini at the time all the way up there. I got twenty dollars for that job. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. About about three weeks later, I said, "Nah, this 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 place ain't it, man." I left that place, got a job at Home Depot, went to tech school, and then now I'm in Tesla. So, I need a good call, man. Yeah, no good shit. Call. <laughs> <laughs> good call indeed. It's like, good call. That's the way to do it. Tyler, man, great catching up, bro. Good to see the baby. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to buy some clothes. Where's the website? <laughs> Let me know. Shine Freak Apparel. Shine All Freak right, Apparel. All right. I'll catch I'm you guys next. Sure. See you, man. We're going to bounce also, guys. Thank you so much for the time. Alberto, yeah, let's. Uh, I'll connect with you. Ask me whatever questions you have. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do, we'll do, definitely. Oh. Cody, man, thanks for the time. Derek, as That's always, great. Wesley and Nick. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Yeah. No problem, man. Yeah. Have a good night, man. See ya. Peace. Peace.